0: I want to talk a bit about my process that um, I'm kind of taking on in this. It's all very much a kind of uh, learning as I, or developing as I go along. I haven't really got a specific um, plan, but what I found myself doing is um listening back to my previous segment and multiple times i think i've listened to it so many times and being able to hear my thoughts or things that i'm saying um played back to me over and over again provides a lot of space for me to reflect and give rise to new questions and new perspectives and kind of further develop any things that might've been um, unrecognized at the time or um, not really paid attention to. And each time I listen, there's something else that kind of uh, reveals itself. And I think that's a really important part of this process for me is to revisit each um segment and reflect on it and from there i think i can develop um each episode um and each time it'll give rise to new questions so i feel like throughout the um series i guess there will be a constant engagement with uh, with myself um and that also i think is it's like a multi-layered process um that takes place so it's really interesting for me to see how um how this is all kind of working itself out um so i wanted to talk a bit about um, a paper by Victor Shaw called Self-Dialogue as a Fundamental Process of Expression and I came across this paper um, kind of along the way when I was thinking about starting this and I just kind of googled self-dialogue and I was like I wonder if that's the thing I'm sure it is. And I'm sure people have talked about it. And I found this uh, paper. And it really uh, pulls together a lot of the things that I've been thinking about, and really develops them in a more coherent way and attaches a lot of links to different um, theorists and stuff, which is amazing, because it kind of allows me to further explore different avenues um that may reveal themselves um so one of the things so i'm going to refer to some of um his work in this um episode because um as i was listening back to my first episode a lot of these things kind of were occurring to me. Um, And I kind of want to explore the idea of the self a bit, um, and the idea or the question of, is there a self to dialogue with? Because I kind of talked about the self and this idea of dialogue with the self, and that's kind of the theme of all of these episodes. But um, I feel like to do that, I really do have to lay out some sort of um, framework or theoretical perspective of, like, how I'm thinking about it or what it looks like in my head um, in order to be able to, like, attach anything that I'm saying um to some sort of um, train of thought, I guess. So... Let's talk about dialogue first. Um because uh, inherently dialogue seems like something that requires um more than one consciousness. Um and it's it's very much like a social process, but that doesn't mean it can it doesn't happen when we're on our own. So he says line Um, dialogue can take place within one's own mental domain as inner speech or self-dialogue although it is essentially social in content and I think what this means that your mental domain is always going to be something attached to the social and all the ideas and thoughts and how you perceive things is very much situated in a social context, um, and is a response to different things. Um, so if you think about it like that, self-dialogue is sort of, it's the conversation among, different identity elements or perspectives within oneself um that's another line that he says um which i think really is exactly what what i feel about it um there's so many facets of our identities and perspectives that are constantly evolving and we have like the ability to like have conversations constantly like multiple conversations at a time that we might not even be aware of um maybe um and the way i conceptualize it um is very much something yeah that's like floating in your consciousness it's not something linear it kind of exists there and it's moving around and it might not be necessarily um, like an organized train of thought, but there is a lot of back and forth going on. Um. And there's um, a writer called Mead, and he talks about the idea of the I and the me. So within ourselves, we have like the self, which is made up of, I and me. And I is like a representation, which is like, um, it's an unorganized, I'm going to read what he says, an unorganized response of the organism to the attitudes of others. So it's all the kind of things that are floating around in us, in our organism, I guess, that are uh, like a automatic kind of response to how we perceive like um other people and had their behaviors and how they interact with us. And then there's the me which is uh what he calls like a set of organized perspectives one has learned from others on oneself. So this is all the kind of social rules and constructs and conditioning that we've learned and we've attached to ourselves subconsciously or consciously. Um, they're kind of placed upon us um, and they are much more organized because we can like look to them um, outside of ourselves and see them in in practice. Um, and if you think about it like that, then it's, very easy to conceptualize like a conversation going on between the I and the me even though they're both within the self Um, there's a constant back and forth between this like unorganized kind of um, spontaneous response that takes place um, within us like it could be called like innate but I don't really know if I can use that term confidently enough. Um, So it's like moving between that and um, the organized kind of processes that we've picked up along the way. Um, And that kind of, those two forces are almost like constantly in negotiation with each other. And I feel like when, conflict arises from that it's there's some sort of like unsettled um i don't know unsettled i don't know what to call it material <laughs> that is like be trying to be worked through um within yourself and it can make you feel an or uncomfortable but it's kind of this back and forth that's happening. Um, yeah. So if you think about it as a kind of floating thing, what our self-dialogue can serve to do is um, try to work through the contradictions that we find within ourselves. And it's, it's an opportunity to um, engage with our own minds in a way that's familiar to us because we're used to having conversations with people and we're, we're familiar with using language and using it as a form of communication. Um, so naturally I think that would take place within our own consciousness that's like how we can how we do engage with ourselves it's something that's always going on regardless of if we acknowledge it or not um and in his paper he writes so it self-dialogue it works to resolve contradictions within the self it's there to facilitate mental activity in consciousness and reconcile mind with body and maintain peace in self-existence. And I think that's the root of um, why I think that's it's so, it's kind of something that I can't ignore in my head. It's constantly taking place. And I really wanted to kind of give it more space outside of my mind and externalize it and see what can happen if i let that kind of run its course um not that it'll ever really end it's kind of an unending process um but you know it it gives you space to kind of um do that <laughs> um and it, there there is a constant like striving towards resolution even though there might never be a point of absolute resolution the act of constantly striving for it is I think something that's just taking place um and the kind of I and the me are trying to like maintain like like coexist together and maintain peace with each other and once you find that kind of peace um, in your existence, that's kind of what I guess our consciousness wants. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I I don't know, I, I feel like that kind of sets me up a little bit more, and it makes a lot more sense in my head, what I'm actually doing, when I'm talking about, my like the self and the idea of multiple selves and um what self-dialogue really is and as he says in the title it's a fundamental process of expression so it's very natural to want to um express that and want to like release it um and and this is a means for me to express that and i very much want to capture the process and see um how it kind of pans out and being able to like fossilize it in the sense of like making it something um that's like in hardware like it's permanent now it's my voice is recorded and i can listen to it over and over and over and over again um that's really kind of uh the place where i feel like i can actually um engage with myself and give myself the opportunity to express um and yeah, I don't know what um what it is necessarily in me that is unsettled or like needing to find peace, but there is something there and I almost feel like it's just purely a desire to create something. And being able to like release something into the world. Um, And it seems so self-involved. Like this entire process is literally just me (laughs) engaging with only myself. But there's so many external forces at play there. Um, And I think there's just so much to uncover and i'm going to stop talking about that now because i i want to see where i can go from there um i need something to kind of like um propel me in the direction of uh some sort of line of thought um right now i feel like my mind is quite occupied with what exactly i'm trying to uncover um and it's trying to go deeper and deeper into what it means to even be doing this. But I wonder if I can attempt to move away from like fixating on that and kind of um, move in any direction that I feel called to move in towards. Um, I feel like I'm just gonna let myself say words, that just come up um i just took a deep breath so i wonder what this means for my perception of myself because once you start engaging with this I don't know stream if you start engaging with your consciousness in a certain way it's very much like a circulating self feeding web that doesn't really end (laughs) and I wonder if I could be just losing my mind in the process, but I guess that's to be seen, Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say.